1: those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bulls**t thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome,
0: orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. It is great to be back. This is the QS Militia with Sean and Joe at Qs Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Syracuse basketball preseason buy, sell, hold um, Lafayette preview, half-assed with James. And um, before we bring James on, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what went on in the ACC this week, real quick. Did you see Joe? For, well, first of all, sir, did did you see the Louisville NC State game last night? Did you have time to watch it?
2: That's enough. It was, wasn't it NC State Florida State? In Louisville-Clemson?
0: Louisville-Clemson, that's what I meant, yes. I I watched Uh, both of those games. They were back-to-back on the ACC network. But yeah, Louisville-Clemson. Okay, well... That's
2: Saw how it ended.
0: Did you? Okay, Cunningham was was in and out of that game quite a bit, by the way. I guess it's just something for us to keep an eye on, and we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, obviously we talked about that coming into... Um, getting coming into this buy about Malik Cunningham, I mean he's just been taken hit after hit after hit. I think uh, Burmeister too. If we talked about him. He ended up leaving the game. And yeah,
2: Boston College beat them. Yep, yep
0: they beat him pretty handily. Uh, uh, Jerkovic back uh, all of a sudden. Thank God we missed that. I think <laughs> that is he? Sudden, yes, he played played the whole game. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Anyways, uh, kind of a wild weekend in the ACC, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. But
2: oh, it, UNC it, Wake Forest,
0: yes, UNC beating Wake Forest in a non-conference battle, which is weird, but um, well, it's conference. The, it's a Non-div- they, non-division. No, it's they, It's a non-conference game. They marked it up as a non-conference game because traditionally they used to play before being in the ACC. And then, so it doesn't
2: count as an ACC loss for Wake Forest? Correct.
0: Course. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like a – because because they're on opposite sides of the ACC, they did, they did this um, 2019, 2020 – or excuse me. 2019 and 2021, like just to keep the rivalry going type game, they agreed to two games. They'll probably do it again just to keep the rivalry going, but they agreed to them as a non-conference game. So – Anyways, for what it's worth, that's why. In case you're wondering, that's why. If you were watching it and I'm talking about a non-conference game, that's why. And I was wildly confused by that myself. So, okay, I actually yeah, went and looked that makes it sense. up. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, all right, we are going to bring James on here momentarily, but first, before we do all of that, I've got to tell you about the folks over at Symbol. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on Symbol you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com today. Create your free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit Symbol.com and use the promo code SD, and your deposit will be Risk free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Symbol, join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Symbol.com and the Spotify green room app, everybody go there to your iOS or Android store, download the Spotify Greenroom app. It is free. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password, and you can get hooked up. You can go ahead and follow us and sign up for notifications. So when we go live, you get the notification. You can sit in the green room or you can request to speak. If you request to speak and I say, yes, you may, then a red microphone will appear above your name when I accept it. You go ahead and unmute yourself and say your piece, and you don't have to just follow us. You can follow numerous other people doing numerous other things, and you can do your own thing on there as well. It'll record you if you so choose that option before you go live with your room, and then they will email you your segment, and you can upload it. You can have your own podcast right from there, right from that app. It's as easy as that. So go there, iOS or Android stores today, and download the Spotify Green Room app. All right, joining us now, back to the show once again, and doing our, this is going to be our, um, I guess could be our annual Syracuse basketball preview show with that guy that does stuff uh, at Noon's Magician, also mostly on Twitter, uh, James Zuba. James. Who's, who's that? that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um,
1: pleasure to be back on, folks. Uh, I thought you were mad at me, man. No, it was football
0: season, bro. We text. We text. Months, dude.
1: I'm like, man, maybe Sean's mad at me. What a, was it? Something I said? Something I did? If you... No. Pleasure uh, to be back on. Yeah, we we talk. We we talk over summer too, like East Syracuse fireworks and all that stuff. So that's always good. But oh, yeah, yeah pleasure to be back on. Awesome. We got hoops back. We got tip off Tuesday. Uh, about dang time. The Buffalo Bills obviously stunk it up today. So let's uh, let's turn the page of basketball season. And here we are.
0: Yeah. So there's a couple things. You actually did uh, a fun little piece on the guys, this hard-hitting sports journalism that you do, um, asking the guys what their favorite food and drink is and whatnot. It's actually pretty entertaining, though. But I didn't see Jimmy on there. You'd think you'd have exclusive access to Jimmy if you get Buddy. What happened?
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely the hard-hitting journalism that you've come to know from me. Um, I actually asked the guys their favorite color, too, but I decided not to include that in the piece. (laughs) Because I thought that was really, really bad, actually, on on review. Uh, Yeah, no, at Media Day, it was tough because, you know, we only get an hour in Mellow. And then uh, Beheim actually spoke for a while. He spoke for like a half an hour. So by the time he wrapped up and you're constantly like, you know, trying to pinball yourself in between players and get guys kind of one-on-one when there's a lot of different personalities and people in there, it's it's actually kind of difficult. So I, I got Jimmy. But I didn't get to like ask him those kind of questions. So I only got Jimmy for like a couple minutes and then, um, you know, I was bouncing around a little bit. So it's, it's hard. It's hard to like get everybody, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. I know. He was the one notable that I that I saw was missing. But um, sounds chaotic. Wait, wait, so the, Patty Casey, you did a piece on Patty Casey, too. Right so this was actually good too though, but uh, this this dude comes out of nowhere from Scranton, Pennsylvania looks like he's going to be he's a bench favorite and a fan favorite, right? And he's actually he, a walk on he's got some he's got some talent. this kid's got and he's got heart and he's got heart and he looks like he, he wants to go out there and ball. so I mean who knows but um, that's, that's, it was a, a pretty interesting piece. so um, he's a G-man, I mean he's from Scranton, so he's he's like. A big GMAC fan, right? GMAC calls him up and offers him a walk-on position, and the dude packs his stuff and goes to Syracuse. That's it, right? He's, and he
1: was
2: playing basketball
1: somewhere, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, College of the Sciences in Philadelphia. But uh, when GMAC calls you, you don't say no to GMAC if you're in that position. You can't say no to GMAC.
0: Right, but he was looking to go somewhere, too, Right.
1: He was looking at a lot of different things. Um, Like first on his play, it's just, it's just interesting that Jim decided to insert him in the games, like granted their exhibitions, but when he did, you know, he was kind of putting him in, you know, midway through the second halves and granted again, exhibition, big leads, that sort of thing. But, um, you know, usually the walk-ons only play the last couple of minutes anyways. So it was kind of interesting. He went in early. Um, so that kind of like really sparked it, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was looking at a lot of different things last year. Uh, he's he's a senior this year. He had his uh, he's a fifth year senior. He had his senior year at College of the Sciences canceled due to COVID, and so he didn't play last year. Uh, got his degree. He was looking actually he was doing job interviews, um, and then he was kind of looking in, into doing a master's as well. And Syracuse was on his radar, and then his high school coach actually had a connection uh, with GMAC or his his AAU coach. Excuse me, played high school basketball with GMAC. And that was kind of how that that whole thing got started there.
2: No, oh, hey. nice. I was gonna say from watching it, he didn't look like a normal, like he wasn't being treated like a normal walk on. Now, not not like the seventh or eighth man coming off the bench is gonna get minutes every game, but uh, definitely you could you kind of tell that there was a little bit more. He he's got a little bit better of a game than um, than normal fr- or walk ons that we have. So,
1: in- yeah, he he looks capable out there. I mean, uh, you know, Jim kind of said he holds his own in practice and. Uh, Gerard backed it up as well. He's like, yeah, he's kind of a guy. you go in there, and you know we were happy he he scored on that floater, but we kind of expected it too, yeah, well, then uh, into what Jim said, man, like
2: they only have really three guards, right? Yeah, and I remember a time i don't I don't I forget how many years ago it was, but there was a time when I remember I think someone got hurt or there someone got fouled out there where we or maybe it was just that six overtime game, but we've had it we've had situations and and times when walk on have really had to come into games in certain situations and play, so. I think I feel like he's like one real big injury away from maybe getting a couple minutes a game. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, if foul, you know if you got a foul to give or something like that, you can put Pat Casey in there. You know, end of a half Absolutely. or something. So, uh, yeah, but I think it's cool because he goes out and scores, bench goes nuts. They obviously love him. Those are fun. Those are fun stories, right? I mean, that's a fun. That's a fun thing. So, uh, you were you were at. You've been to both the exhibi- exhibition games. And you got um, you got something to eat there. And I just wanna, I wanna. If you guys can hear that, that that's <laughs> that's James's hot dog bun from his dome dog. What what happened to your dome dog, brother? How much did you pay for that thing? <laughs>
1: You actually pulled up the audio. I, I
0: did, I did.
1: At first, I thought that was Adam Weitzman crushing a car. <laughs> <laughs> the Adam uh, in the no, that's your hot dog bun, son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, that was a couple of weeks back at the, at the football game. Um, you know, a, as one does, you go to the Dome, you get a Dome Dog, it's can't break tradition you got to play the hits and you you get the dome dog (laughs) right right. get back up to my seat i did not inspect the dome dog i did not assume that there was going to be anything wrong with it because why would there be anything wrong with the dome dog exactly right it's usually a sacred item and i get back up to my seat i pull it open and i'm like what is this like the dog is off the bun the bun's are the br- The bun's broken in half. It looks like a pair of bricks. The only I'm thing, just like, what is this, My, Like, <laughs> what, what is going on here? And old- I immediately was like, man, I, I got to put him on blast for this. I got to put this on Twitter. You tagged
0: the and, FBI uh, on Twitter.
1: Yeah, they they didn't get back to me. Uh, I guess they decided it wasn't uh, as important of a case as I thought it was. But uh, old- did you get a replacement, James? I, I actually thought that was the, the dark underbelly um, that they were investigating years ago in, in college basketball, if you remember that. <laughs> I actually thought that was what they were referring to, the dome dog. Dome dog it, buns? It, turned, it turns out it wasn't. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't on the radar. So, And
0: uh, the only thing that makes that thing any worse is if you, if you, if you squirt ketchup all over it. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the only thing. It's the only thing that can make that worse. All right. All right. Well, now we're going to talk. Now we're, we'll talk serious stuff. OK, we got through James's hard hitting jur- journalism over at Noon's Magician, which is amazing. We're glad to have you back. It's, it's like agony waiting for James's articles to come through. OK, so now we've got him. Basketball's back. Um, what did you think? In besides like questionable uh, defense at times, we got crushed on the boards in these exhibition games. Obviously something that's going to have to turn around, but it's a typical Syracuse thing. That's like, they're going to start that way. They're going to be like that about a third of the way through the season. Then maybe they'll decide to pick it up. But what were your biggest takeaways from both of those games? I would have to say, I mean, you, I'll let you go. You go.
1: Yeah, you you hit on some of them right there. I mean, I think the, the worst of them was, was the rebounding. Um, the first half was really bad against LeMoyne, but they – they were also kind of experimenting and they're having, you know, Jimmy Bayheim was playing the center. So it's not like a total, um, accurate, um, portrayal of how they'll be rebounding, but it is a concern going into the year because they, they weren't a good rebounding team last year. And, you know, you get a little bit uh, less athletic on the wing. So that's something we should probably all be watching for is just how do they handle that? How do they handle the rebounding? um, just, just some other takeaways. Uh, the shooting is going to be really good this year. I mean, I think you got shooters at every position when you have the starters in. Uh, Benny Williams can shoot it a little bit, but I think he's going to be kind of more of a mid-range guy when he does pull up. But um, obviously, both the guards shoot it well. Um, the forwards can really stretch it, and you know, if Samir or you know maybe Benny gets one a game or something like that, um, you know, those guys can knock it down on occasion too so the the shooting is going to be good the scoring is going to be good Um, the defense is going to have to tighten up I think Jesse's ready Uh, I think he's going to make a leap this year he's still improving in some areas but uh, I think for the most part he's going to be ready to go I think he's going to kind of lock down that starting center spot and be uh, I think he's going to hold on to that for a while so
0: what about you Joe do you get to watch them both I know Joe. Joe's busy these days. I don't know if you got to watch him.
2: Real, real damn busy. Uh, I went back to, I watched Pace for a little while, um, and uh, went back watched it again, and didn't really get to see LeMoyne. So, but again, I think there's obviously you know, the, the concerns that you hear out in – well, I'm not on Twitter, but I, I see what people are talking about in social media, and uh, is it, really the athleticism. I've seen some videos and some and some stuff like that where you see like when we're playing against really quick teams and stuff like that, uh, what's going to happen as far as, you know, running down rebounds, playing defense, uh, you know, being able to break the press, certain things like that, um, you know, we're not going to be the fastest teams out there most of the time. Now you're talking about experience-wise and, you know, playing together and being smart with every, with how they play the game and having techniques and being a team like that. Like I can definitely see that. All those guys, they look, you know, they look experienced, like beyond their years. Um, and some of them are already, you know, four or five year guys, anyway. Uh, but like again, I just worry about just the overall. In some games, just athleticism and speed. I just hope it doesn't over overcome them, so to speak. And in, it's hard because you're not going to see that in a Division two exhibition game, and you might not even see that for the first probably until we get into this tournament here. So uh, that's really the one thing that I'm worried about. Uh, and I'm not worried about the scoring, but I'm worried about possibly playing against a team that just runs us, you know, all around the court. So we'll wait and see about that. But, I mean, other than that, I like how we have – we're balanced with some youth and some older guys. A lot of guys can shoot and um, do their own things. And then, obviously, Samir and Benny are going to be able to come in and, and help a lot on defense and Benny on the boards. So.
0: Yeah, and I mean Cole Swider, he's a great addition. I mean, the dude can shoot it. He's a pretty talented guy. I mean, I think he what, what was it, James, eighteen points against Pace
1: or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think he had twenty-two one night, and eighteen another night. So okay, that's, all right, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. So, yeah, but we've seen
2: it in the past, Sean. Like if, when we, if the one thing that I'm afraid of is turning into just a jump shooting team. And not being able to take it to the hoop,
0: yes, and but get, Benny, get
2: free throws and get stuff yeah. like that. That's the stuff that I'm worried about more than anything because so many guys can shoot. I mean, yes, they do move the ball around and they are going to get open three pointers, but if that's all you're working for, uh, we've seen this. We've seen this movie before.
0: Oh, absolutely. But but Cole can get in there, and Benny did a good job. I mean, he's got some moves. Obviously, he's young, and they're going to. He's going to go through that. But um, and, and speaking speaking mm-hmm. of that. I mean, obviously, it looks like Jimmy's going to start, right? I mean, do you think he starts the whole year? I mean, I mean, just specu- speculation, fun speculation here, James. What do you think? You think, you think Benny eventually s- steals that starting spot from Jimmy or what?
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, you know, you can really make a case for any of the three forwards to start. Uh, but Benny's still getting comfortable. I think he's kind of, you know, getting familiar with college basketball, getting familiar with the Syracuse system. He's got to learn what the coaching staff wants out of him. I think it makes sense for Jimmy to start Uh, right now. You know, he's got the experience. He's a big body in there, too. I mean, he's he's built a little bit differently than the other Syracuse wing players. Um, But, yeah, I mean, maybe you get further along in the season and, you know, Benny's certainly a a better athlete and he's probably going to be better on the boards. And he can give you a kind of a different look, uh, in terms of skill set. So, you know, it's, it's possible later in the season, but I, but I think for now, you know, Jimmy's fine being the starter and, um, you know, really those, those three forwards are all going to play, you know, they're all going to get their fair share of minutes.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be a special fun year, right. W- to watch this year. I think with obviously with Buddy and Jimmy and coach, I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be special and I, I mean, we'll see what they can do, but it's going to definitely be fun. And Samir Torrance, too, because he's uh, he's a local guy as well, right? And yep. then, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, it should be fun. Uh, before we get into buy, seller, holds, was there something else? Oh, J- James, you had um, the Ken Palm rankings, 24th in offense efficiency, um, what, last year? And then their defense, 77th. In the country last year, it was the worst in um, basically a point per defensive possession last season, third worst average since 2008. So that's a trend. Um, with the, with a group and a squad as big as they are, you would hope, and especially with Jimmy stepping in too, being able to, should be able to plug and play him to improve this defense. And that's the glaring issue uh, for mm. me. So. We will see. That's well, the worry. That's the worry, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's do some buy, sell, or holds, shall we? Yes. Eh. eh. No. No. Oh, did James cut out?
2: James is muted.
0: James is muted. Why'd you mute? Why would you mute me? Why? Why? Why, why did I make you You're mute such a yourself? Rude host. Uh, real dude. All right. Well, let's try this again. Well, it's time for some buy, sell, or holds. All right. Yes, everybody's favorite game, buy, sell, or hold, ish. Um, so let's start. I, this is going to finish off the show, too, guys. So and then we'll do predictions. Okay, I, if you got something else to say, add it into the buy, sell, or holds. I forever hold it. Your peace. from at Baptized by Fire on Twitter. Syracuse Orange basketball will average 82 points per game this season. Joe.
2: No, oh, it's a lot. How many did it's we
0: average last? <laughs> it's year? a lot. Uh, Nine. Um, damn, James! I thought you had it in here. You did not. I don't remember. It was right around that, though, wasn't it?
1: I'm looking it up right now. Give it me an 80, 82 seconds. points. Mm.
0: Well, I'll tell you while while James looks.
1: Um, at- I
2: mean, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll buy it. I think there's gonna be a lot of just high scoring games this year. Because, again, we talked about I just don't know how good the defense is going to be. That's still, you know, a question mark. And, and to what James is talking about, his point, too, I think really the only way I see Benny Williams jumping into the starting lineup is if, again, they have enough offense. So they don't necessarily need Jimmy's offense. And if Benny, like to James' point, plays better defense, better rebounding and brings a different, you know, kind of um, play, then I can see that switch being made. Plus, I mean, Jimmy, he's older. He's 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 the new guy coming in even though his dad's the coach and his dad knows he'll be able to handle coming off the bench so i think um either way it's fine with me but that's really the only way i could see that happening james
0: what do you think did you get me an answer
2: 80 or 88 points per
0: game this is the buy sell hold.
1: 82 is the buy seller hold what did they have last year how how'd I get those other numbers? I have last an idea. year Seventy-five point <laughs> eight points per game, and for that reason, I'm going to sell. Okay. Um, I I could see that average coming up a little bit just based on all the shooters, and I, I do think the offense is going to be one of the better you know offensive teams in the country this year. But eighty-two is a lot. Yeah, that's that's a lot of points, and you know, there's definitely going to be some games where they don't hit that mark, and um, there's going to be some nights where they struggle to shoot it. So uh, I'll I'll say just shy, just under that. I, I think they'll get. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna buy just because I want it to happen. I'm trying to will this thing into existence. So that is a lot to average too. Man, it's gonna be a it'll be daunting to say the least. And they they don't have like the easiest schedule either, which they never do. But um, the uh, Syracuse fan base on Twitter uh, put out a poll for each one of these. So two uh, percent said they don't know how to, how, how to play buy seller hold. Uh, 15% say
2: Shocking.
0: hold. Shocking. <laughs> Just shocked that it's only 2%, right? Uh, 15% say hold, which that's way too many. I mean, you should be able to buy or sell this thing. Uh, f- uh, 36% say buy, and 47% say sell. So, okay.
2: Syracuse. Oh, James won.
0: Yeah. James won with the crowd. Syracuse <laughs> will have 25 regular season wins this season from at Jed Sestaro. 25 regular season wins this season. James, what do you think? So,
1: Yeah. So um, that's another high bar. I don't think Syracuse has hit that mark in the last five years. Um, that's a lot of games. The schedule is very difficult, as you mentioned. I think they're going to be challenged early up front, uh, probably take some, some early losses, if for no other reason than they're just playing a difficult schedule and – you're playing difficult opponents and you're going to lose a few of those. Um, I I do think they will be a little bit better in the league this year and and maybe I'm jumping the gun. Um, I think they're going to make the tournament with a little more ease this year, but uh, 25 wins is, is also a lot. So I think they will be under that.
0: Yeah. I think uh, that's a, that's that would be remarkable if they, if they were able to pull that off, but I'm going to sell as well because for everything you said and plus that's a lot, it's a lot of wins. Remember the 20 and 0 start? It's like, yeah. so, I mean, that's what you need. That's, like, I, that's how you need to start I, the season to get nah, that. I, I think
1: that's the last time they hit that bar.
0: It might've been. They, they get what they lost against Boston college more 20 and one or something like that. If I remember right. But yeah, you might be right. Yeah,
1: Syracuse hasn't won over 25 games since the, the 2013, 14 season when they won 28 games. There you go. So uh, Joe.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, same thing as what James says. Um, I'm going to sell. We have a ridiculously hard schedule, which is why I think we'll be able to get 20, 21 wins, maybe even 19 and still be able to be comfortably in the tournament because of that strength of schedule is just going to be so
1: just through the roof. Nine conference is brutal.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, the whole thing's not great.
1: Um, I'm just saying Jim (laughs) needs 18 wins to get to a thousand officially. So again, a a thousand officially again. He he will be the only coach in college basketball history to get a thousand wins twice. <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> that's a, that's that's remarkable. Yeah, absolutely, that's great. Uh, okay, the uh, Syracuse Twitter fan base went sell fifty percent, by thirty three percent. So you can do the math on the rest. What? Come on,
2: it takes forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, for some it doesn't, Joe. Oh. <laughs> At K KNabiwaniak, he says, Orange basketball is NIT-bound because of their non-conference schedule, as Joe just mentioned. So I'm going to throw this to Joe first. Um, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to sell. Yeah, okay.
2: I mean, unless you lose, like, like, 16, or unless you only win, like, 15, 16, 17 games or anything like that, like, a, a good strength of schedule, especially non-conference, is only going to help you. Yeah. James. He's muted again. He's muted again. Sean,
0: I'm back on, baby.
1: Uh, I'm going to go sell. uh, I'm going to go Jim Cramer, sell, sell, sell. Uh, I think Syracuse makes it pretty easily this year. Um, just too much shooting too much offense. I think the defense will do just enough to get them over the hump and get them into the tournament around a, a seven seed. So, uh, schedule is good. Uh, I think the, the veteran, uh, aspect of the team is really going to pay dividends too. It's an, an experienced team, even with the transfers, um, obviously some first year guys, but guys that have college basketball experience. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to the NIT this year. I think it's, I think it's a big dance
0: yeah i don't i don't either and I think I've got one in here that's a little bit similar but and we'll talk about that uh the syracuse twitter verse says ten percent buy seventy nine percent sell yeah so that was an that was an easy one i am i i am fairly confident in in some of the um ongoings of when March approaches i guess you could say uh from oil Qs, this one's good Benny Williams will average 13 points per game this season. This was extreme. This is the closest one. This is the closest poll on Twitter, too. James.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably a really good uh, number to pick. It'd be a good uh, over-under, wouldn't I'll, it? I'll go, I'll go over. I think he's going to really improve as the season goes along. Really good athlete. Maybe the best athlete on the team. Um, I think he's, there's going to be an opportunity for him to get on the offensive glass a little bit too. So he can kind of get some garbage buckets in the mold of a a Tyler Roberson, Roberson, where you don't necessarily have to run a set for him and he can just kind of score out of that. So, um, just given his, his athleticism and his ability to, you know, kind of finish around the rim and and hit the 15 footer. I I think, uh, I think he'll go over that. Uh,
0: I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm going to buy. I just think uh, over, especially might not start that strong, but over time, once he gets acclimated, just like we always see with the young guys coming in, um, they they find their footing. And and someone as talented as him and as athletic as him, I I mean, I see it. I see it happening. And part of that's me willing this into existence as well, Joe.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the guy that was McDon- McDonald McDonald All American, I believe, right? Like. Top thirty player, something like that, and he was like a five star and some. I mean, these guys sometimes they're gonna they start off slow. Not everybody's mellow, but obviously, to James' point, um, you know he has the athleticism and you know six eight that wingspan. I mean, his jumper you can tell. I mean, it's it's on. It's just he's got an issue with um, basically his how high trajectory of, you know, if he's when he shoots flat is when Bayheim says that he misses it. And you can actually see that in the game when you try to pay attention. I mean, he's got a flat jumper, um, but it's right there every single time. And just his, his motor and his athletic ability and height alone to, to James point, is a perfect example of like Roberson. It was just a solid guy to where just, if he gets enough minutes, he's going to just will himself into a double double. So, um, as he, his confidence gets, gets, uh, Bigger and uh, the game slows down more as the season progresses, and they start getting ACC play. I can see him, you know, definitely being a guy who might not start still, but could still see minutes, more minutes than a starter at the forward position. And um, yeah, I think thirteen is is good, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy.
1: Him. He also wears thirteen, big Paul George guy. Fun oh, fact. Okay, okay.
0: James with the fun facts. Fun fact. Not just what pumps you up before you hit the court either. Real stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna buy, obviously. Um, I already did, didn't I? (laughs) We already talked about that. Uh, The (laughs) I'm getting lost. I'm getting lost here in Joe's long answers. First
1: time you had to buy it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Syracuse Twitter. um, They uh, 40% sell, 41% buy. You can do the math on the rest. Um, Okay. Uh, MF Brightside Syracuse. Basketball will finish no better than 500 in ACC play, and it'll be another bubble year. Um, James?
1: Going to sell. I kind of answered that already before, but I think they'll finish a little bit better than that in league play, just given their experience, uh, as mentioned. And the league is not as good this year. Yeah. it, it might be a little bit better than last year, but it's still not as good of a league as we're used to with the ACC. Uh, Virginia's going to be a little bit down this year. Louisville's probably not going to be as good as we're used to. Um, you know, North Carolina has a new head coach, so we'll see what happens there. And, you know, Georgia Tech's not going to be as good as they were last year. So uh, I just think kind of given all those and given Syracuse's experience and shooting in the offense that, that they're going to be, um, in the top, you know, definitely in the top half, and they could finish in the top third of the league, depending on how well they do.
2: Joe? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sell only about the bubble part, because I, I, I'm just a firm believer that I think that they can still go 9-9 nine nine in the conference, and with that non-conference, you know, still be able to have a, a decent uh, resume to make the tournament. So,
0: Yeah, so um i don't i'm i'm like i was alluding to before um i'm not i'm not feeling the nit bubble stuff at least we we might feel the bubble stuff a little bit right but not um not like it's been i feel like this team's going to come together quicker and i feel like it's going to be i think it's a better team i think it's a talent more talented yeah but
2: team. you know what it's going to be though if we don't, like, obviously be, like, if we're not. Oh,
0: I know what it's going to be like to the, the fans. Bubble, they're
2: going to. No, yeah, for the fans, but also for the media. You know, Joe Lenardi is going to try to keep us in the bubble as much as possible. Just, oh, I yeah. mean, that's a ratings thing at this point. Unless it's obvious, like, we're ranked. You know what I mean? Like,
0: Ooh, that would have been a some, good one. That would have been a good so. one to see if we get ranked. James, you, let me just throw it to you, James. Do you think Syracuse gets ranked this year? What are they? 41st did preseason, Kempom, Something like they're,
1: that? They're yeah, I mean, in the, in the AP poll—they're they're a little bit on the outside, but they did receive some votes in the preseason. Um, I mean, let's let's just say that Syracuse starts off three and and then goes into Atlantis, and, and maybe they win the event I, I, in that scenario. Yeah, I think they would be ranked. Absolutely. Um, but if they drop one or even two there, it's going to be kind of a tougher mountain to climb, especially with more more difficult opponents. So, uh, the, I would say that their best chance to get ranked is to you know start the season off three and O. With the three easier games, and then win the Atlantis.
0: Yeah, we're starting with VCU. Who else is in that?
1: Yeah, you got Baylor. Uh, That's you got right. Loyola Baylor, Chicago, uh, Michigan State, UConn's in it. So you got a lot of ranked teams. And Baylor obviously most, won the national championship last year. <laughs> right. Most
2: of those teams, I think, what is there eight. I think six out of the eight teams in it made the tournament last year. So, yeah. and they're all big names, Tim. They're still power. The, the ones that didn't are power five teams. Yeah. I think VCU well, VCU's. I think, one of them, right? And then there's a Power 5 team that didn't. So, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough tournament.
0: Uh, Syracuse Twitter is going to 26% bought that and uh, 57% sell on the uh, no better than 500 bubble year. Um, okay, <clears throat> let's see. Once Sadibi is back after injury, he will remain healthy and start the rest of the season.
1: uh sell Joe, sell James, yeah, sell, so, sell so on both parts, I think uh you know not not to speculate, but even if Barama Sidibe does come back, I think those other guys are just ahead of him at this point, I mean, he hasn't played competitive basketball in a year and a half since. Since COVID, really. I mean, the last time we saw him play was against North Carolina in the 2020 ACC tournament. So it's, it's just going to be a, a tough mountain to climb for him to come back and to try to compete and be ahead of Jesse and Frank at this point. Yeah. Well, definitely Jesse. Yeah. Right,
2: right. And yeah, he's sure. got a he,
0: huge opportunity. Jesse has got to take grab this thing by the reins and uh, ride it. Because, I mean, I think he can do it, right? I mean, we saw a little bit. And, you know, he's still probably coming into his own, but... Uh, another talented guy. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to take control of it down there. You know, we don't have Dolja anymore, so it's imperative. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Sadibi. I mean, I just feel bad every time this guy gets healthy or close to it he gets injured or something happens i mean dude you just got your heart's got to go out to CDB, man he can't he just can't stay healthy man he just can't do it and like you said james he's going to be so far behind by the time he does come back if he does come back they said 4 weeks right well we, we were we got some of those lines last year at one point so yeah, yeah i'll believe it when i see it but uh, yeah. Syracuse twitter 7% bought 80% sold on that um, we will finish these up and we will talk. James, can you, st- can you, uh, stay and hang and talk about Lafayette or what? Are you want to hear Joe talk about Lafayette?
1: I would love to hang out and hear Joe talk about Lafayette.
0: Okay. All right. If you got something, you know, throw it in there because anything's going to be a bonus. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I think. I'm pretty sure. But first, before we do all that fun stuff, Symbol. Symbol.com. Symbol is the sports stock market app that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time your team, the team you own wins, you earn cash. Second... Just like the stock market, if you think your team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use the promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. This means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Symbol.com, that's www.simbull.com, and the Spotify Green Room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores. Download the app, follow us, sign up for notifications when we go live. You can get notified, and you can listen to us live on the app. We do our fan feedback live on the app, and maybe we'll do some other stuff here. But you got to go there and do it. So James is there. James is always in the green room, and he's on symbol too. So be cool like James. Do both of those things. Right. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, bringing this thing home. Cole Swider will average first in points per game for the Orange by the end of the season. Uh, Joe,
1: What's the uh,
2: you? So, I think it's Buddy. If we want to be the team that we were in the tournament last year and everything, I mean, everything was ran through Buddy for the most part, and then you set up the rest of your teammates. Um, uh, all the scoring will, will come from that, but I don't see at the end of how last year ended, how you go from trying to make somebody else your main scorer. I just I think that Buddy's obviously the best scorer on that team.
0: James.
1: Is this the last buy, sell, hold?
0: It's close. I think there's one more. Yeah,
1: right, there's one I'm more. I'm going to use my hold. I'm going to use my hold. I think it's sell for all the reasons that Joe, Joe mentioned, but I haven't used my hold yet, and I want to make sure I use it, so I'm just going to use
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, man, look, I see it as a possibility. I could see a way it could happen, but to Joe's point, I just I would have to sell, if I'm being honest. um. Because, you know, this is going to be the year for Buddy. So we don't know if he plans on coming back. He's going to have to make some noise, and I think he does. And obviously, we're another year into this thing. And with the way he finished, like Joe said, the way he finished uh, last year with that amazing run, if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere in that tournament. And um, he's the guy. So... Uh, I would sell. Uh, 29% of Orange Twitter bought and 40% sold, but 30% did hold, which was our biggest hold for uh, all of the buy-seller holds. All right, Coach Coach K's farewell tour will be an endless blend of agony, media fellatio, and self-importance. James.
2: (laughs) Wait, can we uh, figure this for for who? Agony for Syracuse
1: fans? For Syracuse fans. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, for college basketball fans, I like it's. It's funny going into the year. Like, I think people are already tired of it. Like, there are, and we haven't even started with it yet. People are yeah, already tired of hearing about it.
0: It started before basketball season. That's why. Yeah, you know
1: and they have a good team too. They do. So some people like it. I mean, you know, I, I think if you're if you're an objective member of the media, you you're not bothered by it because. Uh, you know, they, they have a good team and at least this way you can you can know that it's going to be his last time versus with Roy Williams. We didn't know. So I guess, you know, if you're an objective member of the media, then you don't care as much. Uh, but for, for fans across the country, like, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to get old. It's it's going to be trite. It's you're going to be tired right. of hearing about it all the time and having it shoved down your throat. So, yeah, I think it's going to get old quick.
0: Right. And, and for those reasons that James just took right out of my mouth and threw on there, uh, that's why I'm going to buy. It's just going to be endless. And if you watch a lot of ACC basketball, it's going to be endless. Um so for those reasons, I buy. Joe.
2: Um I haven't used my hold yet and I think I'm going to use it for this because um honestly, I can I can ignore it. I know how to I can just turn the channel. You know what I mean? I can ignore it. I don't really have to to deal with it. I mean, I I respect Coach K. And what he's done at Duke and, you know, he's going to have his little farewell tour and it's probably going to be overly, you know, publicized and shown on sports media. And I can just turn it off. I'm I can turn it off. But that's me underestimating the media, Being,
0: by the way. So just, that's, just, why, just,
2: I, that's just, why I held because I don't really know what it's going to be.
0: Oh, you know what it's going to be.
2: Just <clears <clears <throat> it could be worse. It could always be worse.
0: Just just for the record. Just because he does deserve it, and he's an amazing coach, doesn't mean it, we can't be completely irritated by the whole thing being right. shoved down our throats, like James said, which is probably what's going to happen. So,
2: are you going to make me be irritated?
0: No, you you do you. I don't care what you All do. Right. Yeah, I'm just yeah. explaining I'm just that gonna... if you if you start off with the preface that uh, he deserves it or he's a good it, coach, but... that doesn't has nothing to do with it.
2: It has to, to, to do with my opinion. Okay, it has nothing
0: to do with it for me. <clears> All right. Throat, yeah. Okay, 8% of Syracuse Twitter sold and 79% bought. So that's a big win. That's a big win right there. They're with me. Uh, preseason predictions for this year's squad. I did. I do have a, I do have a poll on this as well. Um, preseason predictions are always fun, Joe. Uh, we did it last year. Uh, what do you say?
2: I don't even know how many games we play, so I, I think it's thirty. Really.
0: I think it's thirty-one, isn't it? Thirty-one.
2: Yeah, thirty-one. I'm gonna
0: go. You don't got to go record. You don't got to go record. I'm talking about postseason.
2: Post- oh, like where do they go? Yeah,
0: you don't got to do record. That's too much. Like yeah, where do we go? Are they NIT bound? Are they one and done or Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four championship? What do you what do I you mean, think? I
2: can see this team being being another Sweet Sixteen team like last year. Um but I'll go we make the tournament and lose second round. That'll be my guess.
0: Wow, okay. Sorry. Um I, I I would I would hope for nothing less than a repeat of last year, so I would say sweet sixteen, James. What do you think the potential 22 is?
1: 22 and 9. 22 and 9. Seven seed national champs. Oh, jeez. I'm pro. No, round, round of 32. Round of 32. Okay.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, the Syracuse Twitter went uh, 2% NIT bound. Uh, one and done was 9%. Elite 8 was 38%. Uh, Sweet 16 was 51%. And then they, from there, because Twitter only allows. Four what? Yeah, four options. From there, it was the right-ins. And we had some championships. We had some Final Fours in there. You know, I just, you know, I don't like to be too optimistic. That's the other thing. So, uh, Syracuse is going to host Lafayette this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Joe's going to tell us all about it. It's going to be the open of regular season play. These two teams first met uh, back in 1957. They've met eight times since. And uh, the Orange, um, they're 8 No, okay, so there's that. Uh, but I'm surprised, though, that they haven't met more than eight times, being right up the road. Um, they played in the, the, they first met in 57, the second round of the NCAA tournament, Syracuse won 75-71, they didn't play for 13 years after that, according to orangehoops.org, Syracuse uh, like I mentioned, is undefeated in the series. The last time these two teams met was in 1995, also a season opener. Syracuse 87, Lafayette 63. Sim Sepola, Reef Snyder, my mom's favorite player, Wallace oh, wow. and Bergen uh, was the starting lineup that night. John Wallace uh, led all scores with 20 in that game. So Joe, a little, sure. a, 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 a little bit of, um, you know, a nice little open gets a little cushy Lafayette coming up right coming down 81 or wherever the hell they're at um what do they got tell us anything you tell me is going to be something i didn't know before because all i (laughs) because all i know is the name of their team
2: well that's one of the team like remember last year they had um a bunch of conferences that didn't play in the tournament right they just did a little conference tournament and Mm -hmm. that's basically what they did they played all just conference games they went nine and six. They came in third place in the Patriot League, uh, lost in the quarterfinals of the tournament, and their season was over. Um, they lost their top two guards, which averaged thirty eight to combined thirty eight points a game last year. And um, but they bring back some forwards and some centers that do have some size. Their center is actually seven footer Neil Quinn, and uh, Leo O'Boyle and Kyle Jenkins are both six seven. So
0: Kyle Jenkins forward,
2: yeah. So if we're worried about the rebounding, you know, then this is going to be a next level up of division one with some guys with some height. So that's something to look out for on Tuesday. Uh, but as far as beating us and, and getting the upset and all that um, again, losing that many points in both your guards uh, and having to replace that, uh, going to be tough for them. So I see a situation where it's hard for them to score, but um, really, I'm just looking at the rebounding and the size. They're going to be playing right. some size and, that's that's really my my main big thing. I'm not really worried about losing this game. I don't think that they have enough scoring, but to see that kind of size on a Lafayette team kind of was a little eye opening there. So it's really the thing that I'm looking out for more than anything, uh come Tuesday.
0: James, what do you that's know? That's all I Anyth- got, bud. Yeah, I figured. I mean I mean what kind of first of all, the the first game of the season's difficult <laughs> right. for for any sport. Uh, let alone, you know, a Lafayette. Uh, so, anyway, it's just kind of like when we did Ohio for football. <laughs> so, uh, James, what do you know? Anything to add to that? It's going to keep no. an going to keep an eye on no. the rebounding, like Joe said. Obviously, right?
1: Yeah, I know nothing. Um, they're the Leopards, the Lafayette Leopards. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. Yep. They yeah. finished two hundred ninety-two in Ken last year. That's all I got. Yep, got got <laughs> exactly. to throw in throwing
0: in the Kenpom. Okay. So, <laughs> they're not
2: Like I said, I mean, it's the scoring and everything. They got the size, but I mean, they had a guard Justin Jaworski who averaged 21 and a half points and he actually made the uh, Summer League for the Thunder this past year. So, um uh, to have a player like that, that's probably why they finished third last year and I don't see them finishing really any better unless these these guards that they had on the bench are any better. Um, don't really know if any of them are incoming. You know, transfers or anything like that. But um, that's really, its we're going to be fine. Basically, would. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing as James said. Right. You have a Ken Palm. You're, you're ranked a Ken Palm there. We shouldn't have a problem with you.
0: Exactly. Okay. So uh, this game is obviously Tuesday night. I imagine it's on ESPN3 or the app or whatever they call it. Um, so um, I don't know when we're going to do Louisville preview, but I guess we'll figure
2: it out. Right, Joe? It's assuming Wednesday, right?
0: Yeah, maybe we do it Wednesday. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe we'll shoot for that. Okay. James, welcome back. Basketball's back, bud. Are you excited now?
1: Good to be back, man. Uh, yeah, it's. It was actually a, a comfortable off-season. Like, maybe it's more personal for me, but it was actually a comfortable off-season, and I feel like it kind of snuck up on us, as it always really does. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it, man. We got some good basketball games to start on Tuesday night. We got the Champions Classic as well. I know Q's fans might not be as tuned into that as uh, the rest of the college basketball universe, but I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to get college basketball back. Fans have been back in arenas across the country, but it's yes. the first time that we're going to have fans back for college basketball, and there's... There's nothing like it for college hoops, man. That's so right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope everybody else is too.
0: Yeah, and get to get to see what we can what we can cram in the dome um, for for these basketball games. since these these guys really other the exhibition games weren't terrible, but it was a whole lot, you know it wasn't great, but it was a whole lot more than what they had all of last yeah. year, obviously. And what a difference that's made. Just I mean, uh, I mean just. It's been amazing. I was just talking about that with my wife uh, last night as we were watching college football and how what a freaking difference it makes in when you, when you have the fans and then you lose the fans and you think you're going to lose the games too. All you want is to watch the games. So watching the games without fans wasn't that bad at first. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But now they have fans back. It's like I could never imagine going back to no fans in venues because – it's just so exhilarating. It's so much more fun, um, even watching games on TV, and obviously being able to go to games with, with, with fans. Yeah. So, um, what a
1: difference it made for Syracuse last year! I mean, they really struggled at home. They were thirteen and one. So,
0: yeah. Well,
1: they only <laughs> lost one game in the dome without th- fans. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I mean,
2: think I about feel like you I, could see the difference in football this year, at least. Yeah. So, students especially,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, James. Wendell. And it's helped the team. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, I mean, they've got something to feed off of. That's huge. Um, they said, oh, well, we don't pay attention to that. But, uh, I don't know. I think you do. Yeah. All right.
2: Till they're gone.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Um, James, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. So James a little under the weather, I know, and we appreciate you coming on anyway, buddy. So. Thank you, James. For Joe and James, I'm Sean. We're out of here. We'll see you Wednesday-ish. knew
1: it was coming